Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ladies and gentlemen, people from all over the world, and of course, Netflix viewers who discovered the sport 18 months ago and have all since bought one of those red 90s Ferrari jackets. Welcome to the Sao Paulo Grand Prix 2023. Remember Ayrton Senna? Well, this race will be nothing like any of his. And remember Nelson Piquet? <laughs> Neither do we. There'll be no mention of him. The Sao Paulo Grand Prix. The Sao Paulo Grand Prix. The Sao Pre Oh my god. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard. During Day in the Life, it's hard, isn't yeah. it? The Sao Paulo Grand Prix featuring one Hass exploding, one Total Williams, and what would a Grand Prix be without a Ferrari failure before lap one? Before lap one, that's negative laps. And one Mercedes driver so convinced he was faster than Lewis that they had to retire his car. And introducing the adorable lap one bouncing tire, getting more screen time than Max Verstappen has had in the last seven races. The Sao Paulo Grand Prix, 69 laps of almost nothing except Checo Perez saving his seat for 2024, where he's almost guaranteed to have a full and complete walking around a graveyard in a dressing gown with salmon in his pockets, claiming helmet is under his bed, full mental collapse. Welcome to the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. Now we have to fucking talk about racing. We're going to watch a car race, Michael. It's when nerds try and be cool. I think you've done brilliantly. Good podcasting. Absolutely mega. Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Uh, you know what I love about about the Brazilian Grand Prix? What do you love about the Brazilian Grand Prix? It's just how Prix. much they pay tribute to all the Brazilian drivers. I love Brazilian drivers. You know, so... We, uh, and uh, Senna, yeah, do you remember him? Yeah, and... Um, and Senna. Yes, yeah. And uh, there was there was uh, a so lot of talk uh, about Ayrton Senna. Yeah, and that Ayrton. was... Ayrton. Ayrton Senna. So Ayrton Senna. Ayrton. Ayrton Senna. Ayrton, you're missing the A. Yeah, but so so did some of the stop, commentators. Stop westernising his name. It's Ayrton. And Ayrton. Statues of him everywhere. The, the Senna S. The Senna and, and S. The, and the, and um, do you remember Nelson PK? No. Didn't get much of a... Didn't it? Didn't get much of a shout out this weekend, did he? There was there was not not even a half Nelson. Hey, do you remember that guy? How many championships did Senna win? Three. How many did PK win? Three. 
but sadly four years previous to... I mean, they were only three years apart. Do you know what the difference is? Is Senna, if he did use racial slurs, he said it privately. Well, the good he? news about Ayrton that- Senna is he... <laughs> thankfully for him, died before he had the opportunity to age into a racist. Can you imagine, imagine you're Nelson Piquet, right? Mm. And your daughter calls you. She's like, Dad, I'm definitely going to be on TV today. Right? This oh, is Kelly, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. why? Well, because well, because I'm stupid the guy who wins every race. So you're going to see me looking longingly up at the podium again. Mm. Um, <laughs> During the race, though. Being Max Verstappen or Max Verstappen adjacent is no guarantee of screen time. That's very true. Yeah, Max they were, got... it was like they were trying to keep Max Verstappen secret this race. <laughs> he just, they went, oh my God, Lando Norris, Lando Norris and Max Verstappen. And then uh, within a lap, he was two and a half seconds ahead. And you could hear the commentators go, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah. But anyway. You could hear me do that as well. Can you imagine Nelson Piquet looking at that, the Senna S? One of the greatest racing drivers. And just all of the fanfare. This mural, a mural bigger than most skyscrapers in London. Mm. Not one mention of Nelson Piquet. They even had a bit where they went, it would be good if Drogovic could get a seat because there hasn't been enough Brazilian drivers. There's been one who won three and another one who won three and they didn't mention Piquet. And one who arguably won one. <laughs> Massa, <laughs> Massa's had to time travel to get <laughs> yeah, he's had to invent time travel. Massa, the reason that he he's funneling all of his money right now into a DeLorean so that he can go back in time and firstly turn down sex with his stepmom and then Oh uh, right, okay. No, that's not a Lance Stroll reference. That's yeah. just a that's just a back to the future God, reference. Yeah. And he's gonna have to go to the ball where he's, you know, racing in Singapore. Mm. 2008 and he's going to have to stop himself he's going to go to the 1987 Brazilian Grand Prix with side pods (laughs) side pods and 23 like these huge wheels (laughs) bigger than most other cars Um, but congratulations to Formula 1 for doing a very good job of not mentioning Nelson Piquet this I only do you know how good it was I only realised after the race yeah it was only after the race so I went hang on a minute there has been no mention of the Three-time world championship winning Nelson Piquet. It's almost like they're trying to they're trying to erase Max Verstappen from the races. They're trying to ra- erase Nelson Piquet from, from the, the racist. There's just there's all of these like F one is this entirely curated fictional offering that they're they're trying to massage it into being. I mean, there's just so much of it. There was a race last weekend, and then it starts again on a Friday, like it was cropping up on my figure. Oh yeah. they're... They're in their cars again. <sighs> too much F1. It's too much F1. You can't give up three days. De- Listen, I was saying to this to you while we were having a coffee before the pod. We have our pre-pod coffee. I said, is we? there any other sport that's televised for four days a week where only one day is competitive? And I know that qualifying is competitive, but it's not. It's not racing. It's who goes fastest, which is essentially what the Brazilian Grand Prix was as mm. well. There was a point around lap 30 where every car had a two to three minimum gap between some of the cars had 27 seconds i was like this isn't competitive racing we're just we're just watching cars going fast it's just so like the england cricket team will play 15 16 test matches a year so that's 15 or 16 collections of five days that is so much that, that that's about what you could fit in 
And me and you are over the, our coffee this morning were reminiscing about the the good old days of the fourteen sixteen race season. Yeah, and it still went from March to November, October. but they had like three week gaps, month long gaps. Oh. The dream. I don't know if it is the dream. If there's, if you want less of the sport you like, I don't know if that's. I'd like less of this. <laughs> Whatever this is, I could do with less of it. I could have read my book. I've just got a new book through Amazon, and I, I just wanted to read it. I do understand why Liberty Media bought in the sprint race. I do get it because they they must have bought the sport and gone. Hang on a minute, Colin. You're sh- you're airing it four days a week, and only one of the fucking days is the race. What are you doing? Yeah, but well, why actually, have well, one's a practice. People more wanna... of the thing that is crap? Like, if you're going to have a sprint race, change the foundation of what constitutes the race. Like, change all of these fantasy games that we play about reversing order or all in the same car or, like, doing something mad that enhances the competitive element. Like, have one where everybody's in the same car. Like, yeah. Obviously, you that can't do that. That would be a good sprint race. That would be a good sprint yeah. race. But you have to fundamentally change the idea of what's happening so that you are not just having... Because it was, it was the race. It was just... The sprint race was just highlights of the race. Yeah. It was completely irrelevant. It was a terrible, terrible sprint race. It was the worst sprint race I have ever seen. I saw a cat get run over once. Did you? And if I could see that cat get run over or watch that sprint race again, it wasn't as bad as watching the sprint race. (laughs) It was such a funny weekend. It was so geared, so poised for fun because you had the qualifying. And also, F1, stopped doing qualifying on the Friday with with another qualifying called a shootout and then a sprint race and then going back to the qualifying just do qualifying which sets up the running order for the sprint race and wherever the sprint race finishes that's the starting grid for the race that gives everyone um the momentum and desire well that's what they tried to do initially isn't it that's how the sprint race yeah and it was fine it was better but what it's anyway just stop doing qualifying on a friday it really it's annoying however this was very fun because that sort of you know that bit in Jurassic Park when they go, I thought the storm was going to pass over us. And he yeah. goes, no, and they're, they're approaching the Tyrannosaur paddock. The storm just came in out of nowhere, like a Deus Ex Machina, just like a movie where it's set in space and then someone gets eaten by a crocodile halfway Both through. scenes featuring paddocks, though. Very, yeah, very... <laughs> a really um, amazing storm. The grandstands flew away. That's how much... <laughs> That's how much F1 didn't want to be there, is that the gods went, just get rid of this, get rid of that, make the grandstand, fuck off the grandstands. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that it's telling, not even nature wants you to do this. <laughs> and then it was all geared for this, this nice like gumbo was brewing of like, oh, this is going to be a good weekend. You see the fucking storm. They had to cancel qualifying. And do you know what the mental bit was? Lance Stroll was P3 because they went out early before they cancelled all the cars. Good old Lance. He started P3. Well, I think, you know, they had pace this weekend anyway, so there was a good chance that he was going to qualify up in nosebleed territory. Mm. Possibly not P3, but, you know. I mean, given what we learned about the Mercedes pace this weekend, which is that essentially, you know, you could have put a very large man on a very old turtle and it would have finished. (laughs) Well, all of our excited... uh, 
predictions about Mercedes next season that I think we made last week. Mm. And like, oh yeah, the spirits are really up in the Mercedes <laughs> yeah. camp because they've sorted their That's car out for next season. It was our fault. We did what we, we say that they do. Never big up the never big it up that you're going to have. Never big up anything that you want to happen. Yeah, we did that. I, should we I tell you what? It. I think Max Verstappen's got a great chance at winning the next two races. I think there's absolutely no chance that Max won't win every race next year. I think Red Bull are going to be so competitive next year that they're going to wipe the floor of their even their results this year. Is yeah. what I think. They're going to make themselves this year look like a really uh, vulnerable team. Mm. I hope that we do jinx it. What's that thing you do when you're a kid where you say someone's name in a mirror and turn around three times and I've then like Notorious no B.I.G. appears and shoots you or whatever it was? Um, do you remember that? Yeah, but it's not that. It's like you you comb your hair with your right hand and eat an apple with your left hand and say Bloody Mary. Bloody, Bloody Mary, Mary in the mirror at and midnight on appears? Halloween. Well, Bloody Mary doesn't. She Who's kills Bloody you. Mary? Um, Max Verstappen's mum. <laughs> Why is she bloody? Because she's... Oh, okay. You know what? Wait. <laughs> Don't answer that. I was actually going to go... Don't answer that. I was going to go quite PG. Oh, uh, what were you going to say? I, I don't know. Okay. I wasn't really. I okay. was just trying to save face. Yeah, I was going to say that she'd been pulped by Yoss. Anyway, um, Vegas is next. Yeah. You know another thing where you shouldn't big up? Yeah. You know? They are bigging that race up. It's absolutely ridiculous how much they are gunning on this being... An exceptional race. But luckily, like Miami, the race is sort of irrelevant because Will I Am will be there, LL Cool J will be there. There'll probably be, I, I imagine maybe um, Ariana Grande will be there, people like that. Celine Dion it's might not, be there. No, I think it's going to uh, be all the Vegas acts. Yeah, the Goo Goo Dolls will be there. Oh, really? Do you think I'll do Iris? And I don't want the world to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's an appropriate song for Formula One, isn't it? Because I don't think that they'd understand. Yeah, when everything seems to be broken and you bleed just to know you're alive, whatever it is. Yeah. I uh, I think it's going to be Britney Spears, but she's not going to be performing. She's going to be doing a reading from her new book. <laughs> it's a spicy book, apparently. <laughs> you know, Chris Brown is playing the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix pre-race. Chris Brown? Yeah. Yeah. What are they doing? I don't know. I what are they know. doing? Why would they do that? It's almost so... like, um, uh, uh, who's the, oh my God, um, the Russian, Nikita Mazepin. Mm. You know, he was like, I've started a thing to get banned people back into F1. It's, I feel like it's working. He he started a charity for banned athletes. Yeah. Russian, oh, banned athletes. Russian athletes. Okay, fine. Well, if he, if he, if he folds in entertainers, yeah. he could get Chris Brown... I mean, Chris Brown is playing the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, so maybe it's working. Is it like, is it an actual attraction to the F1 organisers that somebody has been involved in a domestic abuse scandal? Is it, <sighs> are they looking for people who will fit in with the yeah. father, the driver's fathers? Yeah, I think you're going to get a picture of Jos Verstappen, Nelson Piquet and Chris Brown at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. It's fucking grim. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> It's like, it's such, they, these people who organise these things have such bad spirits and souls. Why would you, why would you do that? What are you doing? Surely, like how many people work at F1? Surely there's going to have been somebody at some point go, should we get Chris Brown? Go, oh, I love that tune. Yeah. Hang on. Didn't he like hit uh, his uh, girlfriend? 
At that, oh, yeah, at that yeah. point, when, when someone says, and he hit this girlfriend, the, the F1 booker puts in his earphones, his earbuds, and just starts singing, let's go, let's go, let's go. I can't hear you. Let's go. Is that the Will I Am F1 song? Go. I can't hear you. Just book Chris Brown. <sighs> it's depressing. Um, no, it's only depressing if you have morals. That's true. Yeah. Vegas Grand Prix is coming up. The Vegas Grand Prix is coming up. Lance quite... Stroll, what do you think he's going to finish? Uh, Pete, I'm going to go, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think he loves a strip. Okay. Um, so my th- my my little running Lance Stroll joke uh-huh. has just come into collision with your little running Lance Stroll I know, joke. I know. And I've walked right into it. You can't. I am your Lex Luthor. <laughs> you are my when Lex you try and Luthor. Superman me out of talking about Lance Stroll's sexual exploits with his stepmother, uh, but I'm not doing it this week. Um, here's my question: Vegas is lots of things illegal in Vegas. Gambling, I mm-hmm. believe. So that's gambling with money, not gambling through a field. Yes. You can gamble through a field anywhere. Uh, that's very true. Probably uh, apart from in Abu Dhabi. Or Vegas, because I don't think there are any fields there. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're both desert yeah. places. Uh, field of Gold, though, to quote Sting. Is lots that of, what was this song about yeah, Vegas? It was about Vegas, yeah. You remember me, it's on Red 16. <laughs> I spin the wheel at the table. Uh, <laughs> Um, I have lost my home in this glitzy land. Oh my God, the bounce has broken my legs. Um, who, which driver? I have two questions for you. Is going to lose the most money gambling, mm-hmm. and which driver is going to make use of other legal things in Vegas? There are things you can pay for in Vegas that oh. in other places you can't pay for. Um. Because it's illegal. So who do you think is going to lose the most money? And who do you think is going to be the first to exploit other aspects of legal fun things in Vegas? Uh, Danny Rick's going to lose the most money at the tables. He's probably one of the richest drivers. Uh, He's probably one of the richest drivers. And also he likes to get involved with the local fare, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. So I think he's certainly going to uh, lose a lot of money on the tables i would say if there was a driver who was likely to be hungry for company Mm -hmm. from one of the legalized uh sex workers that um (laughs) exists in las vegas um i would say in no uncertain terms sergio perez (laughs) because it is him isn't it if there's anybody that needs uh, you know the the, uh, the 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 milk of failure to yeah. be milked out of their gland, and also after coming forth. I was expecting that to get a reaction from you, but fine. No, it was good. Thank I, you. I think after coming forth, uh, you, yes. No, no, no. I'm not making that joke. Okay, but I think it's it's. Um, I always pronounce this word wrong. Buoyed his spirits. Buoyed. Buoyed his spirits, because in Monaco, he um, as soon as he won, he was just you know five inches deep in everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> and I think that's an accurate length guess. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that he's, as soon as he's losing, he's like, I love my family and I've got a mental health expert in. But as soon as he's winning again, he's just going to be smashing everything. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's just a different experience. Like it's the same, you know, the difference between eating chocolate when you're sad and when you're happy. Or like. <laughs> It's amazing like it, it feels how different, very, very different. Yeah, the same chocolate bar can yeah. have two very different tastes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's amazing what tears can add to a <laughs> to a lint chocolate. I think he's going to be doing the same thing he always does, Pinky. But he's going to be 
in a, in a very different emotional place. Okay, before we review the race, um, I just want to tell you, I, I uh, spoke to some people who work in F1 this oh, week. Oh, you've, you've been on to your contacts again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was talking to some people who work in Formula 1, and uh, one of them introduced me to another one and went, this is Josh, he did the live podcast at Silverstone, Dirty Air. And then the guy, this guy I'd never met, just went, oh, you the guy who said that it was a money laundering event? <laughs> and I went, no, that was my podcast partner, Alfie. And he went, yeah, 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 we all heard about that. <laughs> so well done. Thank you. Your folklore. That's great. Yeah. Does that mean we will or we won't be invited back? Oh, I think they're, I think they're having us back. They're having us back, yeah. but they're getting the hobbling post out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting Kathy Bates in the hobbling post to come and teach <laughs> us a lesson about saying it was a money laundering event. Okay, should we review the pre-race or no. shall we do an advert break? Uh, let's quickly review the pre-race okay. and then have an advert break. Okay, so um, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> machine Gun Kelly, not that Machine Gun Kelly, but another Machine Gun Kelly who's called himself Machine Gun Kelly after Machine Gun Kelly, who was also called Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, now, here's something the other tour guides won't tell you. Machine Gun Kelly had what we call in the prison system a bitch. One night in a jealous rage, Machine Gun Kelly took a makeshift knife or shiv and cut out the bitch's eyes. As if this wasn't retribution enough for Kelly, the next day he and several inmates took turns pissing in the bitch's ocular cavities. This way to the cafeteria! Uh, sorry I married an axe murderer. Oh, well done. Thank you, yeah. Congratulations. That was So I Married an Axe Murderer, one of Mike Myers' um, most underrated films. An earliest, yeah. His mm -hmm. earliest offering to the world of the film. Um, yeah, very, very good. Do you know um, what the most annoying thing about Machine Gun Kelly is, to, to go back to what you were saying? Um, is that... Is his that his height? He's tall, and he doesn't Is that he's it. called Machine Gun Kelly. He stole his name okay. from a gangster mm. who was called Machi like, Machine Gun Kelly... Because he killed so many people with machine guns that mm. someone went, you know Kelly? And they went, do you mean Machine Gun Kelly? Because he yeah. kills so... And all that Machine Gun Kelly, the singer, has done is be a bit emo with a guitar. And yet he's taken this badass name. But he'll like get on tables at record company meetings. Yes, like, exactly. He doesn't, he doesn't Do you know care. what Machine Gun Kelly did at meetings? Shot people mm. with a machine gun. Do you know what my name's going to be if ever I become a musician? What? My my name, the singular person, me, mm -hmm. my name's going to be Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> Mine's going to be, mine would be Johnny Spasm. Johnny Spasm? Yeah. And the... Uh, and the Hell Brigade. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really Thank good. You. Or a good band name I came up with the other day, Burger Cheese. Why is there no band called Burger Cheese? That is a good band That's name. That's such Especially a good Especially the sort name. of band that you'd want to be in as yeah. well. Um, yeah, I'm Machine sure Gun like Kelly. Rival to Radiohead, but yeah. Uh, he said that um, Lewis had been in the studio. If we ignore everything else around Machine Gun Kelly, let's just pinpoint the fact that he said Lewis is in the studio. Yeah. What's he working on? I think he likes hanging out. With musicians. It's weird, isn't it? I wouldn't give a shit about hanging out with me. I know loads of musicians. None of them are as good as seven-time Formula One world champions. Why? Do, I, but I, do you think they're more fun to hang out with, though? Like the process of what it is to make a record is probably a more freeing and community-based experience than becoming a Formula One world champion. I think what it is, is he likes um, everything in his life is so regimented mm. and there's so many people predicting the certain, you know, strategists and all that stuff. And I think to just go into a room with lazy people claiming yeah. that they're artists. That's great. Must be what Lewis Hamilton likes. Yeah. It must be like going to a sauna for him. 
Yeah. And he's like, oh my God, look at these losers. Yeah. And they'd be going, like, yeah, ding, 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 ding. That'll be fine. That'll be fine. What do you mean? No, surely that... it needs to be the best it can be. No, 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 no. Mm. It'll be great. Yeah. Should we have some sushi? Okay, guys, I'm just going to go on Rhyme Zone to look up what rhymes with heartbreak. <laughs> wow. <laughs> These guys are such idiots. This is so much more fun than being in Mercedes where everyone's crying all the time. And wait, just you wait. I absolutely loved, we'll get to it, but Lewis uh, laughing during the race. When the, when the engineer went, yeah, you can put a bit more in the tyres now. And Lewis just went, I've been, I've been doing that for five I, laps. I've been doing that for five laps. Dude. He dooded him. Dude. Who, you have to be a very specific type of person to, act, to dude someone at 200 miles an hour. It's amazing the chats that they can have at 200 right? miles an hour. Do you know what I can do at 200 miles an hour? Not much. I could shit myself. Yeah, I think I could scream. I could scream and shit myself and at the shit same myself time. And pass out. As well. Yeah. And he's duding someone and laughing. I think, you know those clips you see of people on like roller coasters where they pass out from the adrenaline? <laughs> That's what I'd be like in a Formula oh, 1 Oh, I think I'd be like the person who orgasms. What? You know, when they go up in the, in the you not seen the video? No. In the, you know, what's the ball called where they put two elastic bands on and just fucking I don't know, but the boxer Terence Crawford went up in one with his mate and then the, the mate passed out. I think oh I yeah, the and there was right. one of a, of a girl and she, she has a big O. Ah, and she, while well, she's up, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. what I'd do if I was in a car going 200 miles an hour with Lewis Hamilton while he causes someone a dude. Um, uh, Bernie. Bernie was there. Bernie Torpin was there. Bernie Torpin was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, Elton John's lyricist. That's nice, because he's got a book coming out to promote. So yes, that's and good. also Bernie Eccleston, who um, Martin went up to and said, Bernie, had you been in some trouble with Her Majesty Revenue and Customs? That's bullshit from that. Martin. And then Brundle walked away again. We love Bernie, but... He said some stupid things over the years, hasn't he? We, you know, we respect him a lot in the panic, but we just wish he hadn't said so many stupid things. Brundle, I mean, just if you're going to protect anyone in the human race, protect Martin Brundle. He is, but he's what makes, he's Formula One's, he's the connective tissue between Formula One and reality. Yeah. Without Martin Brundle, Formula One would disconnect from planet Earth and drift <laughs> off into the sun. <laughs> He is the thing that links it to humanity. One more thing as well before we uh, go to an advert break. I wrote down, are the Brazil fans the best fans? And I wrote this because I was enjoying how much they were enjoying the race. Mm. And then after the race, I saw them trying to break into the circuit mm. while the race was still happening. They love and, Formula One. And I just thought, you know what? I still love them. Mm. Who's better? There's two... Uh, of the, the two best races of the season from a fan point of view are Australia and Brazil. Mm. I'd like to give it to the British fans, but we went and it was it was kind of depressing. It was very depressing. No it was a money laundering exercise, no famously. <laughs> no one was having a good time. Um, At least not where we were. No. Not because of us. No. No, no, no. It was a fairly nice... Yeah. Ricardo was having a nice time because he was about to come back and he knew and we didn't. Yeah, we saw him on his phone and he, yeah, yeah. he had that look on his and he face. And he got into a black cab that took him across the festival site. Yeah, and he looked that's all true. Chirpy. Brazilian fans breaking into the race circuits. I just think more of that. Yeah, well, I think we, we, we uh, put forward our theory on the behaviour of F1 fans and if you try and cultivate a fan spirit, don't be surprised when they... Act. Like, there is some bodies of fans that are more likely to behave in bad ways than others frenetic and 
sort of slightly high wired and highly strung energy is what leads them. It's, it's what gives the great atmosphere, but it's also what leads to them trying to punch the security through a wired fence. I know. Through a wired fence. You've got to be so confident to think, I think I can punch this person through the fence. Through the wired fence. Because the wide, what, there is some give in it, but it will start to slow down the velocity of your punch yeah. quite If anything, quickly. you're going to hurt yourself more than I would anyone not have liked you could to punch. Hurt, uh, to do a punch to wire fence. I wouldn't like to punch a security guard, let alone through a fence. You've got to be so confident. But anyway, that's a very erudite response that you've given. I see it more like if the fans want to run onto the circuit during the race is uh, 10 pin bowling. <laughs> if you remove the Skittles is not fun to watch. Yeah. Put the Skittles down. Hey, ho, you've got something interesting. Hey, ho. I just think if people want to run onto the track. <laughs> hey, ho. Is your response to people getting run over by Formula One cars? Listen, we live in a Where world. Where is daddy? Where is daddy? Hey, ho. He got run over. He wouldn't get a run over. He'd by be, banana, you'd Alonso. be. You'd be. But this is the thing. We live in a world now of perceived realities where people think okay. nothing bad can happen to them. And if you're not saying exactly what people want to hear all the time, they get really angry and really upset. And that's the world that we live in now. So I just think, why not have a reality check? If people want to run onto the track and get hit by either a Red Bull going 220 miles an hour or a Haas going 19 miles an hour. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. I just think it will make everyone go, oh shit, we shouldn't climb the fences. And that's the only way to get people to stop climbing the fences is for someone to be torn into 18 pieces. <laughs> I love the idea of Haas going like... Haas deriving Formula Ones like every single track is next to a school. <laughs> no, we can't. We've got to win the race, but we can't go over 20. Haas are the only team who, in, on the staff, have a lollipop lady. <laughs> no, no. All right, we're going to be right back with the race review just after this break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, welcome back to Dirty Air. Um, first, my, my, my question to you is, um, you know, when Leclerc's car stopped working, mm. do you think that that was because of hydraulics? Or do you think that Leclerc saw the Machine Gun Kelly interview on the big screen? And just went, fuck this, fuck my life, fuck my career choices, and just put it in the wall. It Is must... It? If I'm Charles Leclerc and I see the Machine Gun Kelly interview on the big screen whilst I'm driving, I do, I, and I would very much get the sense of, what am I for in all this? Like, it, it, I, would, I would start having the most severe and palpitating existential crisis 
if if that's what he's doing here, then what am I for? What are we doing? What are we doing here for this? Also, if there's anyone who actually goes nearer to the speed of a bullet from a machine gun, mm. it's Charlotte Claire, mm. not Machine Gun Kelly. No, no, he doesn't go quickly at all. Machine Gun Kelly is an embarrassing man, isn't I, he? Yeah. Does he? Have you ever heard a Machine Gun Kelly song? Oh, they're terrible. Are they terrible? And I'm a every every song that drum beat. I got my fucking on my heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. For such a badass guy, his songs sound like they'd come free with a Polly Pocket. Does he, does he date Megan Fox? I think they're married. Are they married? Yes. I feel like Charles Leclerc, um, the soundtrack to Charles Leclerc's life at the minute is the song, you know, the Barbie Billie Eilish song. No. I used to fall. Now I just found what was I made for? Do you know, it's a beautiful song. No, but the melody sounds great. Oh, what, it's a great what melody. What was I made for? Yeah. For the, the real surprise at the end. It's a beautiful top line. Great song. But it's great, someone yeah. questioning their existence going, what am I doing here? What's my purpose? Mm. And I feel like Leclerc is going through that. Is that your song of the week? No, my, my dirty uh, song of the day is um, uh, Sonny and Cher's... Um, uh, what's the song? They say I love the Groundhog Day one. Won't pay the rent. I got you, babe. You know the song Bill Murray hears every day? Yeah, I got you, babe. Because uh, every time I tune into F1, it's like, I'm going, why am I doing this again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing this again. I've actually, I've done a mashup of Sponsor of the Week and, oh, yeah? and Song of the Week. So it's the same. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's Is it Chris Brown with Hit That Bitch? Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, no. It's... Uh, it's it's the sponsor of the week is JCB, uh -huh. and my song of the week is Niz Loppy's I'm Luke JCB I'm Five, song. and my dad's, dad's Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee drives me around. And is JCB because that was the best bit, wasn't it? I'm Luke I'm Five, and my dad's Bruce Lee drives me around in his JCB. I'm Luke I'm Five, and my dad's Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I wonder would Bruce Lee have to apply for a license to drive on the other side of the road to drive that JCB? Well, you'd have to apply for a heavy goods vehicle license. That's true, and I don't know if Bruce Lee would have the patience to do that. Well, he had the patience to master the art of the one-inch punch. I'm sure he could drive a JCB around. <laughs> uh, the national anthem was very good because she forgot the words. <laughs> it's my nightmare. The, uh, the woman, God love her, I don't know what happened, but there was a little kid very happily playing the guitar, and he didn't break at all. He just carried on miming the uke, and she was singing live vocals, but for about 18 bars, she just went silent. Mm. And I don't know whether she lost her place or her in ears weren't working. In ears or in ear monitor, so you can hear the the music. Oh right, back. is that a thing that that's musicians? What, yeah, that's what musicians. Is that do. What you'd wear those, would you? Yeah, I do. I, were, actually, I should wear them at the gym now because I'm not a musician anymore. But I still like to get good use out of my in ear monitors. Yeah, um, but they do have a, they do have a flat EQ, so the sound quality is much better than most noise cancelling headphones. Really? They don't come with noise cancelling capabilities, which I enjoy noise cancelling headphones because I live in a part of London full of dicks. Yeah. And I'd like to ignore them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they red flagged uh, lap one. It, everything seemed to go horribly wrong. It was so much, there was so much promise. The race start was fantastic. And then there was 69 laps of nothing. So full disclosure to the listener, I didn't watch the race live. I watched it. Uh, I had a show that night, last night, and uh, got the train home 
and watched the race at home. Managed to not find out what happened. Well of course, done. I already knew what happened yeah. because I've watched the other races this season. Well, that's the good thing about um, being an F1 fan is it's very it's not the same as no one on the train is going to be talking about the F1 like they would the football. Yeah. Did no. you see Max Verstappen won? <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? No, because nobody did. They didn't show it. They've stopped showing it. <laughs> My favourite thing about... We briefly cut away from Alonso and Perez to tell you that Max Verstappen has crossed the finish line back to Alonso and Perez. I like watching the F1 on... I watch it on Now TV and, and when you go to live, it has like the most watched thing mm. and it's like a chart. And F1 is always around 6th or 7th and it's after the golf, mm. which is fascinating that the golf is more popular than an F1 race. Golf's a hugely popular sport. I know, but you wouldn't think that... You'd think more people would be watching the Grand Prix than just golf on a Sunday, right? <laughs> I don't know, mate. It's amazing. I mean, having watched a lot of this season. Especially after this race. Okay, so that red flag was... And we've got to crack on because we are. We're, we're, you've got to go pick up your kids, right? I've got to go pick up my kids, yeah. In how long? 20 minutes. Um, what's the time? Okay, we can do it. We can get through 10 teams and a race review in 20 minutes. we got this. Oh, no, I've got 13 minutes. Okay, oh, God. Okay, Christ. Okay, so in 10, Hass. Hang on, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Okay, <laughs> okay, Hass. Uh, do you have anything to say about Hass? I've, I've got nothing, absolutely. I mean... Uh, okay, great. Oh, no, I enjoyed the crash. You enjoyed the crash? I mean, good crash. Yeah, so Al, an Albon, which takes, uh, which means that he's done as well. We can do Albon and uh, Magnussen uh, straight away. Then we can also do Danny Rick and Piastri because they were sort of devastated. Do you want to quickly explain what happened to uh, Danny and Piastri? Oh, yeah, I'll explain what happened to Danny. So basically, he couldn't handle racing against Max four years ago. <laughs> okay, so, could you tell us, starting so he moved from to Renault, the beginning? He took, he took the money and went to Renault. No, 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 no. Okay, so, and then as Renault... Okay. If you do that, you're not going to have time to do your Raquel and Lance thing. Okay, he went into pit before they red flagged the race. So when they red flagged the race, he hadn't completed that lap, which meant that he came out, him and Piastri. Very bad day for Australians who like Formula One. Not only do they have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to watch a crap race mm. but they also have to see their two drivers at the back starting a lap behind everyone through no fault of their own they just pitted before the red flag and then they didn't complete that lap but they couldn't because it was red flagged it was a lot of the australian what, what? f1 fans that i talk to actually don't watch f1 anymore they just listen to this podcast really so a, a, a couple a couple of uh, two or three australian i don't think uh, that counts listeners. as australia it does to me. I don't think it, two or three. Everything in but life we haven't is got time. built around perspective. We haven't got time. And from my perspective, that is what Australians do. Okay. okay? Um, so we've got... Uh, in ninth is Alfa Romeo. Oh, a double DNF. Bosh. <laughs> Fuck them off. <laughs> <laughs> They're a pointless team. The new hats. Get them, out. Get them away. And they both... It was <laughs> both unremarkable DNFs as well. The cars just went, nah. Yeah, I know. And then they went back into the uh, paddock. Eighth. Eighth. Uh, Alfa... We've done Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, Yuki, 16th up to 9th. Boom. A shining light. A points getter. Yeah. A, a, a beacon of hope. A mature performance. There was a lot of opportunities for him to lose his brain a little bit. Lose his composure nope, a little bit. Didn't do it. He maintained his composure. Yeah. We are seeing him develop under the mantle of a successful entity. Well, either that or there was just such a big gap between the car in front and the car behind him that he didn't have any opportunities hey, to lose his composure. Don't ruin my Because it was a boring race. 
It was a boring race. In seventh, we've done Albon because he chunked it right at the beginning of the race. Sergeant, 19th up to 11. Now, you could be mistaken for thinking that this was a very positive race for him, <laughs> but actually everyone oh. else just died and he managed to survive You're and therefore so mean. was victor by association, wasn't he? Um, I haven't seen a race like this for a while where the cars were sort of fine and then everyone went, oh, just, just bring it in, mate. Because genuinely, there's five DNFs and then Piastri and Ricardo were a lap behind yeah. everybody else. So last place was... The last place was 12th. 15th. No, last place was 12th. So Hulk came last. 14th. Piastri, Ricardo. No, Hulk. no, I'm saying Piastri and Ricardo don't count. Oh, okay. Because they well, were a lap behind. That's mean. So Hulkenberg was last placed and Sargent was the penultimate loser. Yeah, then Ocon, which uh, brings us to Alpine. Which brings us to Alpine, my copin, the 13th and 12th is where they started and they finished in 10th and 7th. So a pretty good weekend for them. A pretty good weekend for them, although not what I wanted to see. I wanted to see Ocon surge forward yeah. uh, and Gasly. To, this is my particular uh, element of my own personal fandom that I've inserted into F1 for my own enjoyment. I enjoy to see them race against each other because everything else is about F1 is a foregone conclusion. But Gasly and Ocon, they swip up around quite a lot. I have decided that Alpine's song of the year is um, When I drove at Alpine It was a very average year That's nice It was a very average year For cars that would finish in 13 and 12 mm. What's that from? It's uh, Frank Sinatra's It was a very good year Yeah, I've made it a very average year Yeah, he changed it there? to be appropriate uh, okay, so who is next? In fifth, Aston Martin. Mm. Lance Stroll starting third, finishing fifth. Alonso starting fourth, finishing third. Alonso, my driver of the day. I mean, my driver of the day is Charles Leclerc. Because he, yeah, made, you he always... made the race interesting. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't and he isn't. I really respect the fact that the Ferrari just went, mm, just, I can't, not today. The Ferrari... Not today. It's the, like, the, that Ferrari had brunch pl plans and went, I'm just not getting out of bed. <laughs> I, I know it's bottomless booze, but I, I am not getting out of bed today. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to watch season four of Friends and I'm not moving. Season four is a great choice. It is a great choice. Thank you very much. Um, does that start in the beach? Uh, yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Where the girl's shaved her head. Bonnie. And I think it ends with Ross getting married? Four? No, five ends with Ross getting married. In London? Really? Yeah, doesn't oh, okay. it? Okay, okay, you know better than me. No, I don't think I do. I think no. you might be right. Uh, but anyway, Should this is a friendly podcast. A, yes, I would like that a lot. I think I'd find it harder to guess what happens in Friends, despite having seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that it's already happened. <laughs> than I would guessing what's happened in F1. Yeah, uh. So it was a good race for... I, I just loved watching Alonso race. Perez clearly had more pace mm -hmm. and Alonso had more fuck you. It's such a damning indictment on Perez's year that in a car that fast, he can't overtake someone in a, in a car that boring. And I mean, th this was... people. They were, the commentators were talking like uh, Perez was back and then one of them went... He's not really, though, I have, he? I have, He's failing to overtake a lot. Yeah. I'm just saying it's nice to see him back at the top of the bat. Yeah, but he's not. He's still... It, this is still shit. Yeah. The best... The, this is the best that Sergio Perez has done since he was winning Grand Prix at the beginning of the season. And it was still crap. Yeah. And it's still worthy of him... Well, people say he's back, and, but the thing is, is the Red Bull was markedly slower this weekend, right? My And the last few races as well. My question is, you know, people who say, like... 
with 9-11 that the, the, the government took down Building 7 afterwards to hide all the tax or something, whatever it was. Right. You know that? Yeah. Those conspiracy theories. Sure. Right. My question is, Alpha Tauri, Tauri. Sister, Tauri. sister team of Red Bull, yeah. right? three races for the end of the season, all of a sudden, they're very fast. They're uh. finishing in the points. Daniel's out-qualifying Checo, right? Yeah. Red Bull aren't anywhere. My question is, is a Red Bull funneling certain development funding things into the Alpha Tauri f to test it for their car next year is my question to you. That's my little conspiracy theory question. Do you know what? It sounds more plausible than the American government bringing down Building 7. Mm -hmm. It feels eminently plausible, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. That's I'm a really, just... that's really, is, is that, uh, tell, tell us honestly. Has, has that come? Has there been any inkling dropping in that direction from any of your F1 contacts? Uh, I can't divulge that, but I have messaged Lewis Hamilton to ask him and have yet to have a response. Have you really? Yeah. Have you really? No, of course not. But, but anyway, in fourth, I just, McLaren. But also, hang on a minute. Okay, sorry. but we, I've got, I've got four minutes left. Okay, great. But I, listen, we've got to race through this. But listen, certain things are important, and I'm not, and I'm not making any jokes. Stroll did have a great weekend. Stroll did have a great weekend. Yeah, but I'm McLaren just, I'm just in saying, fourth. Do you, like, no, two wait, seconds on, for Norris. Come on, let's tenth. give him a little bit of credit here. Piastri. Did Piastri finish in the end? Let's just give Stroll a little bit of credit for finishing where he did. I'll give him credit. I think he's amazing. Yeah. I think he's had a really great weekend. And I think he's he had for a, a long time weekend. been one I don't of think it was drivers. the peak of his weekend, however. No, I think it was. I, think I don't it was think the peak it was the highlight. I think things. I think you would probably be so happy after that. I've got to go and see my kids, Josh. In the Soho house. Please let me go and see my kids. Just, I miss my kids, Josh. You know, just sort of sat there. Finally, you take those, he takes his smock off. Please, Jesse needs me to go and look after them. He has a shower and he's just there in a towel wrapped around his, you know, he's got new facial hair. Please, our relationship should be suffering. And um, I need to show her that I can be responsible. And he's in the room alone and he's just finally, finally, the I weight. Have, I have to try and make good with his my family. shoulders. He's finally I, I got beg you. points. He's finally finished in a good position. He's finally not far behind his teammate. And after all the pressure. Dad. I just need to be a good dad. All the pressure that's been on him the last couple of races. And then he's just sat there in a towel and he's probably drinking one of Lewis's new agave alcohol free cocktails. I, I want to see my kids. Raquel walks in. Oh, hey, Raquel. I, uh, I've, I've got to take them. Oh, hey, Lance. Heard you had a great weekend. Yeah, yeah, I qualified in, uh, in P3. Please. Wow. Otherwise, my kids are going to have to have a stepmom too. Congratulations. Start the music. Congratulations, Lance. The music hasn't started yet. You qualified. <laughs> Fucking hell. Qualified in P3. Yeah, yeah, it's always, I, I knew I could do it. Wow, that's so good. You're, you're on the front row. I've got three minutes left. Yeah. Wow. What, what, so which Grand Prix is it? Oh, it's um, uh, Brazilian. Oh, well, do you like Brazilians? Yeah, I find oh, them. Oh, fuck off, mate. I think they're a really nice bunch of people. Yeah, no, 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 that's not what I mean, Lance. <sighs> I mean, do you like Brazilians? And he goes, yeah, like I just said, I think they're really nice people. They know how to party and they have a good time and they seem to love the only one famous Brazilian Formula One driver, Ayrton Senna. Oh, thank you for not mispronouncing his name. But my question was, oh do you like Brazilians? Oh, what do you mean, Raquel? Well, I just think it's such a great undulating circuit. Lots of humps and bumps. Yeah, yeah, I like oh, the humps. I like sake. the humps. Yeah, me too. Me too. I really like... You know what I like, Lance? You know what I think you should do? I think it's time for you to box box. Why are you pointing at your groin, Raquel? Ah, come box, on! Box. <laughs> hey, Lance, are you in the dirty air? What do you mean? Because I want you behind me. 
until next week. Congratulations, Lance Stroll, on finishing in the points. McLaren. Uh, Norris, great drive, showed really. Uh, Can I just say, for your pace. sake, yeah. I had so much more to go to go into there. I really just gave you the highlights. You you stare into middle distance like you're accessing another realm. Yeah. You, I've, I never see you more committed to anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. I love that. If I could, if if this, you know, like the South Park creators went, if we could just do Terence and Philip, we'd stop doing South Park. <laughs> if I could stop doing Dirty Air and just do fan fiction for Raquel and Lance, maybe we should get a Patreon and and write like a comic book. Can we just do, <laughs> can we do a whole episode of Lance and Raquel and then get it out your system and then never do it again? I'd be happy to commit to that. I think we should do, you know, there's, you know, there's a series of F1, um, Romantic books. One called, minute left. Called Dirty Air. Is there? Yeah. We should do that, that for Lance and Feels Raquel. like a lie, but okay. Okay, anyway. Um, so, yeah, Norris was great and Piastri was nothing. No. Hooray. Ferrari. Leclerc, his car um, um, just said no. Science his car committed suicide eighth. before the race went, I'm not letting you do this again. And then Science went, can we bin the clutch when we get back to Marinello? Which, for someone speaking in a second language, great use of colloquialism. Can we bin so. the clutch when we get back to Marinello? George George Russell, a uh, special mention here, saying, um, uh, let's work together. I won't attack in these early laps. George, fuck off. <laughs> Shut up, George. Can I, every race, this is my, do you want to hear my impression of George Russell? Yeah, yeah I think you just did it, but yeah, uh, go on. Um, can I go in front? <laughs> can I ride in the front seat, please? Excuse me, excuse me. Can I, but it's my turn to be in the front seat. I just want to go in front. Let me go in the front. Um, and he had to retire his car because yeah, he it was going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> they were worried that it was going to explode. Toto looked so tired and bored and sick. Yeah. And he called the car, which is a great word. I don't know I don't know what adjectives or nouns or verbs are or anything like that. Okay. But what is it when he, he said it was a miserable car? <laughs> he gave the car a personality. Anthropomorphosis. And he made the car suicidal. Yeah. I love that. It was and a Lu- miserable car. Lewis laughed and he went two more races. He went two more races with this thing. Which I absolutely loved. That was great. He called the car a thing. Um Red Bull did well, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I just want to give a special mention one more time to that. uh, that My moment of the season is Alonso taking back third from Perez. That's your moment of the season? Uh, I I just thought it was brilliant. Because the universe, and F1 in particular, doesn't allow for things as beautiful as Alonso in his worst car to take Perez in his best car and it was so predictable and shit that Perez would take him in the last lap, but it, the but the right thing happened for 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 good Formula One watching. Yeah, and I was really really grateful for that. And that is where I would like to end my um, speaking about Formula One this week. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And also, Horner said that he went well done, Max. That was a clinical win. I was like that. Even Horner's bored. Yeah, Horner did sound bored. Well, done, Max, Max sounded bored. He didn't go unbelievable. I want Max to start saying when they go, "Hey, Max, great win today." Yes, I believe it. <laughs> I believe that was believable. That was that was totally within the realms of possibility. I believe that I won. Red Bull are so bored that they played Max the green, green grass of home in his helmet after the race. And Max sang along. Did he? And then Horner went, don't quit the day job. And I was like, do you know what, actually? Max, for going probably a cool down speed of 80 miles an hour, was in key. Yeah. And he knew the words. Yeah. So cut the kids some slack. Yeah. He shut up. He had a nice voice. Yeah. Also, if I was married to Jerry Halliwell, I wouldn't really be doling out (laughs) insults about who could and couldn't sing. (laughs) 
Scream if you want to go faster, you know, baby. Darling, darling, you should get a day job <laughs> because this is bad stuff. No, she writes books. She writes books now. Her and it's William Boyd. Harry Potter, but uh, Ginger Woman. Um, I'm done now. Me I need too. To go and see my kids. Okay, fine. Well, I think we did a good show. We did a good show. I don't Almost. think we did as good a show as probably Lance did after. Bye bye. And this has been Dirty Air. Start He's been Josh Weller. I've been Alfie Brown. Oh, here I and this was Dirty Hi. Air. Yeah, was super. You could just leave, and I'll just keep doing the. Okay. Oh, Lance, you did such a good race. No oh, thanks. <laughs> He's walking out of the room. Going. Oh, that was. I just. I didn't think we could finish in the points. Oh well, you know where else you can finish, Lance? Not just in the points. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Stay out, stay out, stay out. Fuck, fuck! Why, what? Not now, not now, not now. Why am I so lucky? Oh my god, oh my fucking god. Yeah, sorry about that. Fucking god.